Welcome to And The Nominee Is, an Oklahoma podcast with a twist. Hi, I'm Julie Clemens, and I'm your host. So here's how it works. Each guest has been nominated by a previous guest. All of the guests have a connection to Oklahoma, whether they've just visited here, they work here, or they live here. This keeps the podcast fresh, fun, and right here in Oklahoma. Now you know. So let's get started. Well, welcome to my podcast here and the nominee is and we have Casey Vineyard with us. Casey, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here, Julie. I'm excited for you to be here. Now, you were nominated by Chris Plank. So tell me your association with Chris Plank. Right. So Chris and I work together um, at KREF um, Sports Talk Media, and he is one of our talk show hosts. He's our midday talk show host. Um he is such a joy and a pleasure and so much fun. And I know you guys have previously worked together as well. Um, he is just super, super fun. And I felt very honored that he would even consider me. Well, he had wonderful things to say about you. Let me tell you. So, I mean, first of all, he's, you know, I asked him, you know, who do you have? Who do you think he goes? Oh, my gosh. Casey was one of the first people that came to mind because he was talking about how uh, an incredible entrepreneur you are. And at the at a very young age, you bought a radio station, right? So let's what what radio station do you own? Let's tell everyone that. So yeah, it's a radio station uh, based out of Norman. Um, it is KREF AM, and we also have um, several affiliates around the state. So um, you can hear us out of Oklahoma City on ninety four point seven. We have a Tulsa affiliate. We have um, a Lawton and a Clinton Weatherford affiliate. And we also have the Worldwide Sports Talk, or I'm sorry, KREF app that you can listen anywhere in the world. Wow. You don't have anything going, right? <laughs> well, we have a few things going on around here, a few things, yeah. So when you bought, what was the decision to buy a radio station? Where were you at in your life to where it was like, you know what, This I think this sounds like a great idea. Well, I don't know that I ever said this sounds like a great idea, but... <laughs> I actually had been in the business previously in radio and TV, uh, sports journalism, um, early, right out of college. And then I kind of took a break from that to raise a family. Um, and then I had a friend who used to be my, was my former boss for a period of time, called me one day after he had sold his business and said, hey, do you want to buy a radio station? And I said, no, that is not at all what I expected to hear from you. And he was a very, very good business mind and always loved conquering something new. And so he said, if I do the business side of this, will you help me with the radio side of things? And so eventually I gave in and said yes. And so here we are 10, 11 years in now. So where did you go to college? Did you go to OU? I went to the University of Oklahoma. Okay. And I majored in English and uh, was kind of towards the end of my junior year and I really got a taste for sports journalism. I really kind of felt called to go into sports. And of course, when I was in school, I won't say how many years ago, there weren't a lot of women that were really in sports journalism. It was um, kind of a new thinking. You were just starting to see those faces on ESPN. And um, I just got, had a real hankering to do, hankering, hankering to do that. <laughs> um, 
So I um, graduated with my English degree, knowing that I wasn't going to teach English and went back to school. I took some extra classes and started interning and interned in radio and in sports TV in Oklahoma City and um, just kind of fell in love with it. So when you told your parents, hey, I'm not going to do English anymore. Here's what I want to do. What was their reaction? Well, my dad told me when I said, I think I really want to change my major. And he was like, nope, you're going to get that English degree. And then if you want to go back to school, then you can pay for it. And that's kind of what I did. (laughs) Really? Oh, so I mean, you were driven that much to go that direction, really. I did. And what I found out is that it's not always the degree, but it's really the experience. And I just dug in and met as many people as I could and tried to find as many jobs and learn as much as I could about writing and TV and radio. Um, So I just I tried to learn from the best and got connected to some great people and just kind of worked my way up and just fell in love with it. So sports Okay, let's say radio, that's one thing. You have to be able to present yourself on air, tell the story with your voice, know how to write. But the sports related, you got to know something about sports, Casey. So where was that? Yeah, well, I've just always um, grown up watching sports. I grew up in a sports family. I played sports growing up, and I just really loved it. And I felt like if I could do something, if I could work in something that I loved, then how much fun would that be? It never gets old. There's always something new. And you get to meet a lot of great people. Oh, absolutely. So going back to you were talking about, you know, in college when you decided to make this turn of events as as far as your degree and all that, and you were a woman wanting to get into the sports world. So did you have support? Did you have um, another woman or a mentor that guided you along the way? You know, I, there weren't any women um, in the market at that time when I got into um, radio. I started with radio and interned at um, a small local radio station, actually the one that I own now, but that's where I got my start. <laughs> How um, great is that? But I know kind of a full circle story and yeah. certainly was not the intention. Um, but I just started working here and I met some really great people, some of the icons and legends in our uh, sports broadcasting world, um, Bob Berry Jr., was in a tremendous friend, Robert Allen, Al Eshbach, all of those guys really took me under their wing and just kind of showed me the way um, and let me ask questions and introduced me to other people and gave me opportunities. Um, so I just, I, you know, I think that's part of being in this business. It's not always easy, but a lot of times it's what you know and who you know. And so the more experiences you can have and the more people you know, the more successful I think you're going to be. Oh, absolutely. So it takes a village, really. So when you decided, hey, um, I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to buy this radio station. Was that a sleepless night? I mean, that's a really risky move. So you have to have, I mean, your your husband is on board with you, correct? He is now. Yeah. So my former business partner, yeah, (laughs) my my former business partner who I actually bought the radio station with passed away a couple of years ago um, after a strong battle with cancer. Mm -hmm. And so that is when I kind of stepped into that lead role. Um, And that's when I brought my husband into the business, whether he wanted to or not. He's now serves as my accountant and many, many other roles in the company. Um, But it's great having him along. But really, my former business partner, Randy, he was the business mind behind it all. I was just really the one that had the radio experience and kind of had those contacts and kind of knew about programming. And so uh, we were a good team, really good team. He um, he took away that business side, which if you're in the 
talent side of things, a lot of times you don't want to have to deal with the business side of things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a tough world. It really is. Not just for a woman, but in sports. So so let me ask you then, why radio? You said you did a little interning, you know, with radio and television. What What made you choose radio over television? Well, I loved both, actually, and did some, I uh, worked, uh, interned at Channel 4 in Oklahoma City with Bob Berry Sr. and Bob Berry Jr. and learned a lot there and did some local TV shows. And I really enjoyed that. But there's something about radio. It's live every single day. It's interactive. You know, you get to talk about things inst- instantaneously. Um, and so I just really enjoy that aspect of it, that it's, you can get a lot of people together and talk about a lot of different subjects and it moves really fast. Right. You know, I I will say um, I had so many people because I did a little bit of both, you know, myself, radio and television. And I had people saying, you know, it must be a lot easier on television or excuse me, on radio than it is television. And I thought it was the other way around. I mean, yes, you have to be polished. You have to look good, but you can be animated on television. You know, you can, it's gestures, it's facial expressions, it's all this stuff. Radio, you don't have that ability. It's your voice and that's it. You know, you have to be able to tell that story. That's right. Usually TV is much more scripted and, you know, within tight time confines if you're talking about a sports broadcast. But with talk radio, you know, you have the freedom to write your own script. Right, exactly. So let's talk a a little bit about your talk radio station. So tell people a little bit about the, the difference with talk radio. You said you have an app now and you were talking about that. You know, you and I talked a little bit that... So luckily, the people in Norman, Oklahoma, those high schoolers, those parents can listen to a game, stream it, and they don't have to physically be there or try to tune in, you know, and get that frequency on the radio. Right. So we um, have live sports talk every day, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, so we've got a you know variety of hosts that are on those 12 hours of the day and talking about whatever is relevant to the world of Sooner fans mostly. We cover <laughs> a lot of OU sports, which is king in this state. Um, but we also cover other things in our community and we cover you know other professional sports in the area. But aside from that, another line of business that we have is we are in the high school sports streaming. Um, we stream events for high schools uh, across the state. Uh, right now, we, we just had incredible growth this school year. We will be streaming events for Norman Public Schools, Moore Public Schools, Edmond Public Schools, and Deer Creek Public Schools. Oh, wow. So we'll have nine high schools, over 500 plus events. This includes uh, video streaming. So just like you would watch a broadcast on TV, um, it will have play-by-play and color analysis. And we also do um, coaches shows for all the sports at all nine schools and include cheer, band, and palm. So those, uh, they're such a big part of what goes on in the athletic world. And we like to recognize those um, participants as well and their parents and their coaches. So it's a really fun line of business to be in. It brings a lot of joy to a lot of people. So if you can't be at a game to watch your kid or a grandparent who lives across the country, they can tune in for free on krefsports.tv and find their high school and find their event and watch their grandchild from across the country. And it's all free. It's a really great thing that the school districts do, the partnership that we have with those four school districts. They have amazing leadership, but one thing that they always wanted to do is keep those broadcasts free and accessible 
to everyone so that no student or parent or family member or friend is having to pay to watch a football game or a volleyball match. So with that said, though, how how is it happening then? Do they have sponsorships? Is that how it keeps going? Yes. Yeah, so we, we go out um, on behalf of the schools and find partnerships. And um, there are advertising opportunities within all of the broadcasts. And so that's essentially how we pay for our crews and staff um, to go out and broadcast because it's a lot. Five hundred over five hundred events is a lot of crews, right. a lot of staff, a lot of equipment, um, but and a lot we, of love. I mean, you it have is a lot, a lot of love. Of it's yeah. We are very passionate about um, you know showcasing these student athletes and their coaches and their schools, and um, we think it's a great opportunity. For those kids to be seen, especially if they might want to go do something at the next level, but it just more than anything, it allows their family and friends to be able to watch. Right. And and so nice because, you know, I remember back in the day when my son played, we didn't have anything like this. And so I was taking the massive VCR <laughs> video and, you know, we can't even watch it now. It's all just all scrambled. It looks horrible. But to have that opportunity for grandparents and, you know, what you're giving to them to be able to see their children, their grandchildren, regardless of where they are in that community, they can see them play. And like you said, it's not just um, athletes. You know, someone in Palm, someone in Cheer, just all the all the side things that make sports so wonderful because you have to have the support, right? That's On all right. areas. And this past year, we even have done, um, for the Norman Public Schools, we've done some, um, oh, when they have like award ceremonies for their teachers or retirement ceremonies for their teachers, we were able to broadcast uh, those events as well. And we've done graduations for both Norman Public Schools and more public schools, which is pretty amazing so that yeah, everyone has access to that. That is wonderful. Now, so we're speaking of uh, kids in high school. Do you have kids of your own who are involved in sports at all? I do. As a matter of fact, um, I have three kids. I have one bonus son um, who came into the family uh, through AAU basketball with my oldest son. Um, he attends University of Missouri, Kansas City, and plays basketball there. Nice. Then my oldest son plays uh, baseball at Southern Nazarene University, so at least he's very close. But I use a lot of streaming to watch his games because it's hard to get to all those baseball games, especially with the travel schedule they have. And then I have a little guy um, who will, is, will be a sophomore this year at Norman North, and he plays baseball and basketball. So, yes, we are Did you call him very a little guy? Busy. He is my little guy, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he's taller than me now, but he's still the littlest one and the youngest one. So we call him the little guy. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so how do they feel about... You know, mom and dad owning these this radio station. It's pretty, you know, I think as a teenage boy, especially with sports talk and all that, this is pro- probably have to be pretty huge for them. I think they think it's pretty fun, but, you know, they may get overwhelmed with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our, our work never stops. As you know, sports goes on 24-7. So there's always something going on in our household. So what if the little one, I'm going to put his, you know, quotes, <laughs> what if he decides that or I mean, he doesn't want to go to OU. What How? Do, what does that do? Oh, that's okay. I want them to always go to, I mean, wherever they want to go and do whatever they want to do. I would never hold him back from, from that unless it's someplace that he can't afford. <laughs> right. 
So one thing that, uh, you know, Chris Plank had told me when he was nominating you that you have a vision. You have a vision that you have a great personality. And so I, I just assume he didn't get specific, a vision for the radio station. Um, so with that said, I just want to talk about what is your vision for in the in the future? Where do you see you? Where do you see the station, you know, changing as the times change? Well, this past year, it's actually, it'll be a year this August, we took on um, a couple of new affiliates and that allowed us to, you know, expand on the radio space at least um, across Oklahoma. So we're pretty widespread across Oklahoma. But I will tell you, we all know this, especially after COVID and the pandemic is that um, communications change, people consume um, their media differently. And so our app has really had the most growth. And I think that's because more people are using that. Now you can have an app in your car and listen to the radio on an app. Um, you can listen to it on any you know laptop, desktop, phone, iPad. So um, that's where we have really seen the most growth. So we've really been trying to market that. The nice thing about that, too, is that people can listen all over the world. I mean, we have listeners that are want, want their OU Sooner news about football recruiting or whatever's happening about new coaches or, you know, after the big game to talk At about it time. and break it down. Anytime they can tune in from wherever they are in the world. Um, so it's just remarkable technology now, but we have really had tremendous growth. And then the neat thing about that is we can actually see where our listeners are and, you know, how long they're listening, um, which that's which sports talk and any, any talk uh, radio is unique because people spend a lot more time listening in longer increments. Right. Um, but, yeah, we, we've really worked hard to grow that in that area. Um, so that's been fun to watch that. So um, do you feel like, you know, the old saying is video killed the radio star. <laughs> but I, I feel like with, like you said, sports talk and sports, just constantly games going on that that you're going streaming, but it doesn't really affect you like it does a music radio station, right? I just think it really gives you a, another outlet and it gives you another place to for people to find you, um, another space for people to listen to you no matter where they are. They can usually find a way to stream that. Um, so it's fun. And um, I what one thing that we've really, really worked on is our branding. We, we uh, we've kind of had a, a several different names for all the different things we've done. And this year, we've really taken on the name of our call letters, KREF, the ref. So we call ourselves like the ref. That. And we are home of Sooner fans. We try to be, you know, not all things to everybody. Um, some sports stations try to do that. But we really try to be um, really good at bringing you sooner news about anything going on um, in Norman with the University of Oklahoma. And, you know, we have the best guys for that. We've got um, Toby Rowland, who's the voice of the Sooners. We've got Chris Plank, who is um, voice of women's softball. He got to win a national championship with those girls. That was so fun to watch. And what a great experience. <laughs> he was um, excited we, about that. Yes. And we've got just a list of incredibly talented guys um, who bring the best Sooner news. And um, so it's fun. It's fun. I run into people all the time when I'm traveling who listen to us um, who are just hungry and thirsty for all that Sooner news, especially right now as football season gets ramped back up. Well, I it's so wonderful to hear the vision for you, for the station, because that good energy, that happy energy, people wanting to show up for work, that starts at the top. So that starts with you. So um, I just think you're doing a, a wonderful job there and it works. So personally, what do you do on your time off? Do you have time <laughs> off, Casey? <laughs> Well, uh, most of the time I'm at kids' sporting events. 
<laughs> which I love and wouldn't trade that for anything. Um, so I enjoy doing that. We enjoy traveling when we can. Not a lot of traveling during football season unless it's to a game because um, it's just busy, busy around here. Um, but I enjoy, you know, being with my friends and family and hanging out at the pool and trying to do a little gardening here and there. And um, so we just we mostly it revolves around sports, though, in our family. And we're, I'm happy that it does. So what when you say revolved around sports? So, OK, let's say. OU Texas are playing right now. I'm sure you're, you're going to be there in person, but let's say they're away. You are not there. What is your home life like? Like, do you get the laundry done, the groceries done, everything right before? And then everybody has to sit down and we're watching the game. Yes. Or are you just always there live? Well, no, I mean, not to some of the away games. It's not always feasible, especially depending on what my you know kids have going on. So, uh, we try to go to some of the away games, especially to the really fun places, um, but we don't always make it. And so, you know, we will do a little watch party and we like to cook and grill at home. And so we do a lot of that around football season. <laughs> like everyone does. You do your yes, tailgating yes. at home, right? It's got to be all about the eating, too, not just yeah. the game. <laughs> so what is the fa- OK, I have to tell you, I'm going to admit this. I've never been to an OU game. So is there, um, and I know it's college, is there a certain food that I should get when I'm there? You know, I grew up my younger years um, in L.A. So if I went to a baseball game, to a Dodger, it was a Dodger dog. That's just what you got. So is there something when I go, you have, you'd say, you've got to get this? Well, I mean, I think it's all the same stadium food, but, you know, it's okay. interesting because I feel like a lot of stadiums, including OU, has done a really good job about bringing other vendors in, and you can get barbecue now. You can get Fletcher's Corny Dogs, which are from Texas, and you they they started really at the Texas State Fair is where people came to know and love them. Whenever you go to the OU Texas game, everyone gets a Fletcher's Corn Dog. It's just like a rite of passage and tradition. You have to do it. Well, last year they brought them here to Norman. So now you can get a Fletcher's Corny Dog. So that's actually OU allowed? Games. A Texas Corny Dog yeah, is allowed? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. I didn't know either, but it's uh, taken off and people really like it. Um, and there's, I mean, there's other things. There's a, um, a like a hot chicken sandwich at the OU Stadium and um, so, yeah, they've really done a good job about bringing in different concessions. So I don't think it's it's not just the traditional foods anymore, not just your hamburger and hot dog. OK, I just wanted to make sure when I come, it's the yes, full experience. Yes. You'll I have got lots of I choices, <laughs> lots of choices. <laughs> OK, so we're coming towards the the end of our broadcast here of our RSA, our broadcast, the end of our podcast. And um, you have a special lady that you would like to nominate for the next podcast. So tell me a little bit about her. I do. So my dear friend, Julia Chu, um, she is pretty amazing. She is an entrepreneur, business owner. She is a state farm agent in the state of Oklahoma. And she um, comes by by the state farm family through her family. Her dad was also um, an agent and her brother is currently an agent in Oklahoma City. Um, she is um, a tremendous OU fan, which I think will be something really fun you all will have to talk about. I mean, she is, she's the queen of all things OU, travels a lot to a lot of events. And Wait a minute, you her- wear that crown. You wear that crown. <laughs> so, you know, you can just share know, that she's, with her. She's, she's a super fan. I give her credit. She she outrates me anytime in the, in the OU fandom. Um, but she um, has been really involved with um, Sherry Cole started an organization within the OU women's basketball program called Sooner Stilettos. And she would bring in professional women um, to kind of mentor her players. 
And Julie's been really involved in that and mentored a lot of players. And she's actually had a lot of interns that were athletes come in and, um, and you know, learn kind of the insurance business from her. Um, she's just got a great story. She also, um, her family is from England. So she is all things English. So if she wears a tiara during the podcast, you'll know that she comes by it naturally. <laughs> okay. um, but she loves to travel. In fact, she just got back from Europe uh, this last week. So she'll have lots of great stories to tell. But she's just pretty fascinating. Oh, that is so awesome. Well, you are fascinating too, my friend. So I am just, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. And you're just um, such an inspiration, I think, not just for um, those, you know, for women, I should say, but for, for anyone who in the beginning, this isn't your goal. It wasn't your goal to own a radio station and to be where you are. But I know you worked hard, right? You proved yourself. And then you've maintained that status. And for Chris Plank, again, to say, hey, you've got to talk to her. She is something that, you know, yes, wear that crown proudly there. (laughs) Well, thank you. Well, it's been a pleasure. And I consider it a a great opportunity to be able to visit with you and an honor that Chris would even nominate me. So it's been fun. Well, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And hopefully I'll see you at an OU game soon. That sounds great. I'll be waiting for you at the corny dog stand. (laughs) That's right. Thanks, Casey. Bye, Julie. (laughs) Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of And the Nominee Is. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 